You're listening to the Arcane Focus Network. Hello, everybody, and welcome to What's My World. My name is Ben Margulit, and I'm your host and Dungeon Master. And we are a D&D 5th edition actual play podcast recorded and produced in beautiful Hong Kong. With me are returning players Tom and Isaac, along with, for the first time ever, our guest players Daniel and Omar. When last we left off, our party, Heroes Incorporated, were brought on board the Mercy, a pirate ship unlike any they had ever witnessed. Shortly after setting sail, the ship lifted into the air and started sailing into the void between realms. Recruited by the pirate captain Gildai Maxwell, the party was tasked with hunting a rogue planet for the heart of an ancient elder god. We join our party after their battle with the strange chronomental entities. Will they make it to the heart of this creature? Can Captain Maxwell be trusted? Find out in What's My Role? The Mercy, Part 2. Uh, but we're going to jump right in. What just happened, the captain has explained what your what your quarry is, that you're stealing the heart of this eldritch being from the ruins of this planet. And with it, you can, you know, make your name, you can make your, you can get your reputations back, maybe some time control stuff that, that, was, uh, that was floated mm-hmm. around there. Definitely a powerful artifact that could uh, be worth a lot, especially with the captain's already sterling reputation. You are given a, some time to rest, so you can choose to rest, get your, um, I don't know if you have abilities that recharge. If you don't, you can do other things, or you can just chill out and enjoy the what might be once-in-a-lifetime journey for your characters outside of your demiplane, outside of your solar system. This is your opportunity. Would you like to do anything in particular? Chromenifus wants to, like, go over some maps, because he's pretty mm-hmm. keen on maps mm. and learning about things like that. Uh, but he also would like to be yeah. regaled by Captain Maxwell with some of his like exploits and adventures. He he really likes stories. Oh hell yeah. Yeah. I will say as he's going through he, he calls you into the ready room and he just starts to point at different systems. Mm. And he describes an exploit where there was this planet where the value of iron and ore was so immense that just having a shield or armor or any piece of just iron would make you like a king on this planet and how he bargained his way to so much lavish wealth that he transferred and just knowing the economics of stuff he just explaining how like you can make so much money just just regardless of sailing because there are cultures that value things and cultures that value other things and you can be a go-between but really the love of his life in this thing is is just the adventure of exploring uncharted places give me a investigation check my best skill (laughs) Uh, that's a that's a natty one for a an effective zero. <laughs> uh, the stories are great, and it distracts you from any kind of shenanigans you might want to do in this He's moment. He's transfixed. You yeah. are. He's so charismatic. There's, He's just so into the stories. Yeah, yeah. you don't notice anything that uh, could be useful to your party in the slightest. <laughs> Excellent. So, 
You... <laughs> the captain calls everybody to the ready room again as you see. The thing about this rogue planet and what you gather from it is that without the light of a star, a planet just floating on its own is both freezing cold and dark to everywhere else. So it isn't until you're really approaching it at a great speed and everything starts to slow down. The magic of the ship starts to slow, 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 slow down that you see this immense, what is to you immense, but compared to the world you left, quite small, a large, if anything, like asteroid, between an asteroid and, uh, and, and a planet. Planetoid. <laughs> yeah, there are patches of coloration, but it's it's like grayscale, everything on this thing. You see dark places from light gray all the way to the, the darkest black, but you don't see really color anywhere. As, as you're called in, you can see it uh, hanging overhead as you're about to descend or whatever the, the next steps are. Give me a perception check from everyone as you as you gaze up upwards at the thing you're about to go towards. Oh, baby. Natural 20 for a 30. Oh. Ooh, nice. Incredible. Dirty 20. 16. Okay. 12. Yeah. I've seen a star or two in my time. <laughs> I think... Most of you notice that there are like continents and oceans as you approach, and it gets like the gets harder to it gets harder to differentiate the the outline of continents as you approach a large landmass on this thing. But you do see pitch black oceans and movement. I'll say Volix, you see with a nat twenty. There's actual forests as you're looking up, but the trees and the leaves from this distance, as like you're getting closer. It's it's black, just act like like dense black. As as you can see, it's kind of like a a shadowed version of the planet you left, hmm. and there are structures all throughout the landscape that you can see. At first, there are just little hills, and then you notice that the hills are more detailed and they they don't look natural forming. But you don't have enough time to really gaze at all of it. You do kind of map out a rough area of estimate and it kind of connects in your head. You have that in your head later on if you ever need to navigate on this place. For the nat 20, the captain calls you in and he looks at all of you and he says, Right, well, here it is. And we are hunting that heart. Here's the plan. I have enough magic in me to create a gate spell. It'll allow you four to step onto the surface of the planet. And he has that kind of a map of the of the planet as he's outlining some some rough dimensions. It's not really to scale, but he, he outlines that there's there's a ruined structure over here. You're gonna go there. You're gonna have to search. I hear that there's a sigil that you need to find. This is what I was told through many conversations with the the traders that gave me uh, this map. You find a sigil. It has a very specific marking, and then he draws it for you. And the marking is very familiar to you. Uh, I'm, say, I'm just going to call you Barry. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, very familiar to you, Barry. The uh, It's the trident. that trident sloping. Yeah, except it has a few outside lines. It's very embellished and very embossed. And he says, it's going to be made out of a dense obsidian. You find that. If you hold it, it'll grant you entrance to the ruins. But you're going to have to be very... Quiet and stealthy on your way. I trust you can do that. <laughs> <laughs> Once you get inside, you gain access to you gain access to it. You're gonna see what appears to be a lot of levers and stuff. You're gonna look for another symbol, and he draws it out to you. Uh, does anyone have any experience with um, deep speech? Ooh. Or primordial? I, don't I was so close to taking one of those, but no. I took a Bissell instead. <laughs> 
No, unfortunately, I don't. Abyssal is based off of Primordial in, in my kind of universe. So you, you'll get a little, what you get is one thing, which is it sort of looks like how a, how like an aberration would describe, like, like an entranceway mm-hmm. or something. You're looking for this specific symbol. Beneath it, you place the sigil. There'll be a place to place it. Once you place it, it should open. And then I'll join you. We take the heart and we sail away. Sounds good, right? Uh, very Simple good, enough. Captain. I, I have a question or two. Um, I just want to ask you, so you have enough magic, you said. What what does that mean? Are you going to be in a, a weakened state? Are you going to be uh, hurt by this? Enough magic to get us down to the planet, as it were? No, it just takes energy to both fly this beast of a ship as well as uh, get you onto the surface of that uh, rogue planet. I mean, if I could join you, I would. But I will once you open it for me. I'll join it. We'll have a great time. So I don't know if this guy's been fully truthful about everything that he's saying, you know, like really revealing his reasons. And I felt this before and I wanted to do it then, but, you know, I'm kind of glad I waited till we heard this. Um, And I wanted to just get a bit Mm -hmm. of insight on everything that he's been saying. That's what I wanted to do. Like, you know, is this some kind of great power that he's going to, you know, come and steal for himself or is he getting us into a bad situation? You know what I mean? Yeah, give me an insight check. Go for it. Y'all can. All, all of you Ooh. can. Um, but it's definitely uh, Volix. I'll give you advantage because you're biding your time on this. My God. 19. 24. 21. Ooh. 17. All of you see this earnestness and, and eagerness in his eyes. Only one of you, Barry, you, you know he is holding something back. You don't know what, but you do know the importance of this is beyond what he's expressing to you. He's holding something back, but whether he's doing it maliciously or not, you don't know. And the rest of them, I mean, the rest of you, it's real hard to, uh, you, 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 you see the enthusiasm that's, that, that is overtake. Everyone sees that, but you do read something a little off. No one else does. <laughs> um, yes, I, um, I, I think we're all very excited, a little um, intimidated, I suppose. Um, and, um you know, we'll put together a, a, a little bit of a plan. Um, in fact, a uh, quick, quick team hustle, if that's all right. A uh, little huddle. Um, uh, you want hustle. me to leave the ready room? Or? Uh, uh, not necessarily. We can. Yeah, it, we'll you just can just a, a just turn form. around and face your back away. Point your ears. Sure. <laughs> um, la 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 la. <laughs> um, yes. Does anyone else pick up a, a, a hint that there's? Just a little something else going on uh, on this mission. What? What do you mean? Yeah, Chromanifus looks at you blankly. <laughs> uh, uh, and just wants to find the heart. It's cool. It's yes, um, I agree with that as well. I do think that perhaps there's um, something else going on. There was a little glint behind the gold um, of his eyes, and I think that maybe there's possibly a personal reason or something going on. Um, maybe just something to keep an eye out for. All in all. While, or follow up on this, uh, in the room, can, can we look around the room and see if there's any personal objects that might provide clues? Ooh. Yes, I had that earlier in a check for you, but I'll give you yes. one more time because you're in this room again. An investigation check. I, I'm going to say that, Dan, that your character doesn't get this check because he's already been in there for quite yeah, a sure. while yeah. and he's like <laughs> locked it up going like, I don't need yeah. nothing. I got he's, a zero. He's excited to be getting <laughs> off the ship and onto actual land yeah. again. Yeah, 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 yeah. 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 I yeah. got a 12. Anyone beat a 12? 
We'll see what happens. 21. I got a nat 20. Yes. Nice. Nice. nice, nice, nice. Well, Tom's not happy. I rolled a two, <laughs> and I have a minus one. You fool! I'll say investigation-wise, of the things you find, all the scrolls are freely available to you, but you do find that there is a most likely a secret compartment uh, buried them. You find like a secret compartment uh, that could house something. Mm-hmm. If you have enough time to try and open it is the question, because as you take the time to do that, he walks in. He gave you the room, yeah. we'll say, instead of just letting you talk about this. Uh, walks in is like, right, well, no time like the present. Yes, that is uh, uh, Captain, correct. I just wanted to uh, quickly uh, talk to you. Uh, would you mind if you and I have a one-on-one conversation just outside? Because uh, this is really not for the team to hear. It's, it's contractual stuff. I, I just really want to nail it down before we put our lives at risk. Hey, don't I know it. You know, how about this? You and I will sit down here in the ready room, the comfy. I'll pour you some uh, some drink. You know, I'll make you a nice uh, scotch for you. And your friends can go out and uh, wait to, uh, by the uh, main deck uh, just out outside, and we'll, we'll do the gate spell in a little bit. Come tell me what you want. <laughs> um, well, uh, quick question, a side question. Uh, mm-hmm. In mm-hmm. that moment, I'm, I'm playing it like uh, Omar revealed to us, or rather uh, uh, Barry revealed that, uh, that that compartment was there. So do I have knowledge of that? Mm-hmm. I would have 100% found a way to communicate that to you all of just like, yeah, 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 yeah. for sure, for sure. Okay, then (laughs) I'm going to say, so Captain, what I really want to know is what's with the secret compartment? (laughs) (laughs) Okay, nice, man. Such a wild card. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You mean the secret compartment over there? Yes. (laughs) I'll show you. He walks over, opens it, takes out. It's just my journal. I keep it secret. We all have private thoughts, private things. Yes, I agree. <laughs> Is that a crime? Not at all. Listen, I, I, we don't have much time. <laughs> This planet is going to enter into another form of the demiplane, and we need to hurry if we're going to do this. Okay, well... But I respect the hustle. What was that, Tom? Yeah. Can we tell if he's lying about the journal? Is he lying? Give me an insight. Okay. So, I rolled an eight. Would you say that I failed this skill check? <laughs> it's, it's, a, it's a failure. Sure, it's a failure. Okay, so because I am proficient yeah. with insight, that means I can actually roll one mm-hmm. of my psionic dies, a d8, and add it to that roll. And that's an eight for a 16. Do I succeed? You do succeed. He, he is he's very much telling the truth. I mean, he hasn't uttered a lie to you about any of this in terms of what it was. Mm-hmm. It is his journal. He is saying it's his private thoughts. He's saying he does respect the fact that you were looking around, you know, he, he would do the same himself. Yeah, he's a pirate. At the same time, he doesn't want to show you his private shit because it's his private shit. <laughs> mm, yeah, I kind of squint my eyes, tilt my head back and <laughs> yeah. give him the, the Larry David. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> okay. 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 And uh, he, he escorts you over there, out, as he uh, brings you to the area. And he says, uh, you remember the plan? You got it? Yes. Yes. <laughs> yes. Look, yes, look around, down. find the thing, sure, sigil in the thing, right? Good hunting as he casts the spell and runes appear on the ground below you, etched into the wood as the wood seems to creak and bend as it's being etched into them. And you fall upwards into the planet itself. 
Who has uh, dark vision? I, I can see in the dark. Nope. Yeah, I don't think I've got... No, I don't as a dragonborn. I think I do. Surely goblins have got dark vision. Yes. Yes, I do. <laughs> so the two of you who have dark vision, you can see everything in grayscale as it is. The rest of you are in just pitch black darkness as you realize that the atmosphere of the ship was projecting light or, or was altering it so that you were getting a dark vision field of what you were seeing in space, which is necessary, being that there is no real light coming in. As you're looking around, you're in pitch darkness, but those of you who do see, see that you are standing at the base of what appears to be a mountain, craggy mountainside. And ahead of you, you see what might be a cave entrance to another piece of the mountain. And you know that you're placed fairly close to where you have to go. The ground below you feels like stony, but also rough, weird texture as you're standing there, almost like you're standing on gravel. Uh, Chromunifus pulls out a torch and lights it. Holds yeah. it up. Yes. Ah, my eyes! Oh, yeah. oh, I was gonna, that makes a lot more sense. I was about to uh, starry shape, uh, but that would be burning. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Such an important spell slot. Yeah. Just a as this flame is ignited. And you can see in the rough area around you, there really is no color to everything here. And you see a plant below you, Chromunifus. You are a ranger and you know nature. There is nature, there is life in this plant, but it's brittle. The black color of it is to take in whatever light it can to produce whatever life it can. And as you do that and you look down, you see what appear to be stones beneath your feet, but they're um, oddly shaped. Hmm. Uh, guys, the stones on the ground appear to be oddly shaped. <laughs> <laughs> uh, bend down, scoop up a handful of gravel, inspect it, get the torch in there. As you inspect it, you see it's like a statue has been like, like just smashed mm. to pieces as you're looking at it. And you realize that you're holding what appears to be the like a tibia of some creature. Oddly, but like made of stone. Mm. Uh, I don't know, guys. This, this seems kind of weird. <laughs> like smashed up statues or bone fragments. I mean, I know bone. This isn't bone, but kind of looks like it was bone. Does that make sense? Am I making sense here, guys? Yes. Well, I mean, it was a statue, right? So it's not like we're going to be afraid of it. Give me, <laughs> a, give me a survival check. And wh whoever would be most likely to give a survival check, give, give that because you're on a new place and establishing where you're at. And then the rest of you can give me a perception check if you'd like. That I mean, I, I got a plus do. five to survival. 26. <laughs> mm -hmm. 15. Oh, netting 20! 25. I also rolled a natural 20. Oh, yeah. Ooh. For perception and stuff. So you're, <laughs> the rest of you are all looking around and you're hyper, it makes sense, yeah. you're all hyper, just very aware of the sounds and you hear like snapping and movement in the forest beyond you. You hear like little stones kind of like, t -t 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 of like some creature gripping and moving just outside of sight. But you know that there are things here and they're aware of your presence. Yeah. It's going to be a straight shot to that cave entrance where you're supposed to go. But as you're doing that, and as you're kind of looking at this thing, you're like, this isn't like bone, it's statue. With that nat 20, as you kind of move a little bit and see, oh, but as you move a little bit further towards the cave entrance, there is bone there. And then on some of the bone, there is the same symbol that you were told to look for, this kind of like tridenty symbol that's carved into it. And you see a few more there and it's different races and some you don't recognize of like skeletons 
that you see on the ground. It's just that the further back you are and further away from this thing is, these are bones. They're just fossilized bones that, that have aged and been exposed to whatever it is, that the closer you get, the younger these things are. And the further away, these are just ancient, ancient, beyond old. And as a ranger, you know, you know, danger lurks in this open area here. And every single thing you've seen, wherever, if you can find a whole body, and with a nat 20, I think you do find like some, you see that sigil, that marking is there. And I'd say with a nat 20, I'm just going to give it to you. Nice. As As you're approaching, you do find that sigil there. But it's in the body or like the skeleton of someone that has no sigil, that has no no engraving. That's the one that does not have an engraving on it. Every other one has the engraving of the mark of this creature. But the one that's holding the sigil does not. Uh, guys, I've, I've mm-hmm. found the sigil, but everything else has the sigil on it, but this thing's just holding it. <laughs> I, I don't know what that means, but... Well, just pick it up. Sure, okay. Bends down and picks it up. You feel like a rumbling, and the staff that you're holding seems to vibrate and glow a little bit. The uh, spear Mm -hmm. that you have, that you cannot be surprised. I need everyone to roll initiative. Oh, here we go. Cool. Uh, I've gone from a a nat 20 to a nat 1. Good times. (laughs) Oh, God. Okay. Typical me. Yeah. (laughs) Folix, what'd you get? I got 18. I got a 12. 15 for Bob. Okay, here's what's going to happen. Mm-hmm. It is a straight shot, and there's a large creature that is coming. You can feel it. You can hear it as the vibrations are echoing. All three, the three of you that are above a 10 mm-hmm. can react before Chrominifus, who's still staring at the thing as he picks it up, bent over. This thing is moving. You act first, and your friend is going to be delayed. So you choose how you want to get there. It's a straight shot. It's about a it's about 120 feet to the thing. Uh, what do you want to do? You can choose however you want to act. As, uh, we're just going by chunks of group. You can choose whatever you want to do. Can we see this thing mm-hmm. yet? No, still still a bit of a way, but it, it's probably going to use on its turn after yours, probably going to dash. Got it. Um, I am going to instantly turn on my starry form, Archer Shape, and will take on that celestial sort of form and mm-hmm. look out with my arrow, with my starry arrow, yeah. and um, start to run towards the cave, but while keeping an eye out. Heck yeah. As you do that, can you see extra, is that like you can see? I don't think it'll what, what is the benefit of any it? of my perception. Oh, I yeah. just have an, a, a weapon readied that is stronger than my other cool. weapons. Yeah, you're running, <laughs> you you shift, you change as you race forward the first of your group that's running out. And what are, what are the other two of you doing? Bob and, and Volux. Yeah, well, I'm definitely gonna run for the uh, the cave opening. I'm just trying to see if there's any mm-hmm. additional things I could do to assist myself. Do you have like haste or something as one of your spells? No. Well, I guess I'll just run and we'll see what happens after that. Okay. You run, you dash, you're going to get, uh, both of you are going to get fairly, or actually, yeah, bo- uh, uh, movement and action to, to do both of that. You're both getting like 60 feet or so, maybe a little further. It's great. And uh, Volix, what do you do? You see your friend's uh, Chromindifus is going to lag a little bit behind. Oh, <laughs> so Volix looks over at the cave like... <laughs> He knows he could probably make yeah. it if I yeah. stretched. Yeah, the he could easily. He has. Yeah. But then he looks up at Crom and just ah, grabs him and shakes him. Come oh. on, you big lizard, let's get out of here. And can I 
like aid him? Can I try to drag you can him? Go or, you know, half alert ha him so he can actually. You can go act? the half to halfway by dragging him with you Ooh. if you want to like pull. You get like you get as far as your friends do, but you're pulling him along with. Oh, you. okay, yeah, cool. Um, yeah, I'll do that. That that's probably the most you could do. Yeah, as you as you reach, yeah. This goblin, tiny goblin's grabbing <laughs> grabbing this dragonborn, just dragging him. <laughs> yeah, like, uh, yeah, huh? So, sorry, did something happen to Chrominifus? You're you're just last on the initiative order. Oh uh, yeah, You're cool, so yeah. distracted by picking the stuff up that you're the last to act as this creature is bursting from the tree line. It looks like a Tyrannosaurus Rex, but mm. the arms, the tail, and the legs themselves seem to be made out of like worms or just like like slithering like tentacle things as it's racing forward for you, but like still the sharp, aggressively sharp jaws, and it is dark black mimicking the nature that it that it found itself in as it's racing forward. That is terrifying. Full dash. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Yeah. And it gets easily gets to the place where you all were standing. Mm -hmm. This is its it's a predator and it was going for you. You have another round, but that's its full actions to get all the way there. Um, massive uh, chompers ready to take some noms out of you. First Kerminifus goes. He, okay, well, it's your turn. What do you want to do? He's gonna like look around, look back Cause, like, can he see the thing, the the tentacle saurus Rex from where he you're is? You're still or? holding that yeah. thing. Yeah, you're still holding your torch. It's dim lit, and you see a you see a some shape in the okay. distance beyond your torch light. Uh, you don't know what it was, which might be more terrifying. Uh, uh, guys, um, just run, and he's like, he he picks up Vulix and just starts running with him. <laughs> Hell yeah! Give me an athletics check to pick him up. Go go run 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 faster faster. That's fourteen. 14. Yeah. Uh, 14, I, I, I'd say it's it's above, and he's not he's not super, super heavy. And you're a dragonborn. I, I could totally see that. You He helped you. You're helping yeah. him. I just, I palm his head like a like a basketball. Yeah. <laughs> just on the edge of the entrance of this location yeah. as you're looking ahead, carrying. You're carrying him, but you also have like the, in one arm and the other is holding yeah. the torch, I'm guessing, as you're, as you're racing forward. Uh, back back to Bari. What are you doing? Uh, this creature is there. You're, you're a good like 60 feet away from the, the I hold out my hand and it's sort of acting on instinct. Um, I am now mm. somehow in my element because I'm there's like the stars around us and we are removed yeah. from you know the the terrestrial area. Yeah, no light pollution. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. and suddenly yeah. as I hold out my hands, I would love for eight uh, star eagles to be conjured <laughs> forth. Uh, I'm just thinking of like I'm sure pattern recognition. Yeah. I'm seeing worms. I'm seeing snakes. Uh, so it makes sense of just a yeah. bird of prey, and so eight of them just spray yeah. out in the direction of this thing. Hell yeah, hell yeah, hell yeah. Uh, roll for initiative. I'm just gonna assume they're gonna act before this creature. As long as just roll for initiative. Mm -hmm. As long as they beat uh, uh, a ten, you're you're good to go. That's uh, gonna be seventeen for them. That's sixteen plus. Hell yeah. Uh, you you conjure them. You still have a movement if you'd like to move. I'm gonna keep running. <laughs> Hell yeah, you yeah. see, you conjure these things, they like flow out of you, these star eagles, as you turn and race uh, the other way. These eagles are, are gonna go. Um, what would you like these eagles to do? Um, yeah. I want them to just go in and attack uh, that creature. Just going for- um, Hell yeah. Let me pull up some eagle specific attacks here. But they're just with the sole purpose. And I wanna be clear, these aren't like pulled from like um, mm -hmm. Where we're mm -hmm. from, these aren't real existing eagles with full backstories. Yeah. These are just constructs. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, you know. Sure, sure, sure. Yeah, totally fair. Totally There's fair. Steve yeah. and John and 
Steve the Eagle, Chan the Eagle. Uh, so they're gonna go in for like just a talent attack. Go for it. Uh, I, I'm, I'm not gonna make you roll. I'm just gonna say that on average, they're they're for sure gonna slow this thing down mm -hmm. as it's uh, trying to deal with it. Great, perfect. Just these creatures just swarm, swarm it in the distance, but even you can't see beyond that. It just goes into the darkness beyond uh, as, as they go off. It's it's Bob's turn. Bob, what are you gonna do? Um, how, so what is our speed and how far are we from the, uh, the cave? I'm, if you do a double movement, you'll be able to get into the cave. For sure. If you take a if you take a dash action, if you take if you want to do an action, you'll be one more turn away from the cave entrance. Well then, uh, uh, you'll be as far as Bari. Oh, is. Bari yeah. is further away or closer? Closer. They are okay, in between okay, you yeah. and the. Um, then I would the like cave. to dash to the cave. <laughs> Heck yeah. You race. Your gnome feet are carrying you as fast as they can, and you're just making it to the entrance along with Chromenifus and Volix. Amazing. Volix, it's your turn. What are you going to do? You're in the arms of your dragonborn friend. So you said we're pretty much like the mouth of the cave, right? Yes. Okay. So one of the things that a soul knife rogue can do at later levels, which is super cool, is that you can actually throw your okay. soul knife, and then where it lands, you can teleport to that place. <gasps> That is cool as shit. So to determine oh how far God. I go, I have to roll the D8, and then each number Hell counts yeah. as 10 feet of movement, and I can move up to that. Hell oh, yeah. and that's an eight. So uh, yeah, I move as far as I can into the cave. Cool. <laughs> Amazing. Hell yeah. Chromenifus and uh, and Bob, I needed to do a deck saving throw. Not you, Volix. Woo, <laughs> dodged a bullet. Dexterity saving throw. Well, I got a, a five. <laughs> Five? 22. Okay. Yeah. Okay. You take seven points of fire damage, Criminifus, and Bob, you take 15 Ooh. points of flame damage as what you see as you just race to the entrance, you see Volix take his dagger, throw it through, activating what appears to be a warding spell <laughs> to keep out items, but it's it's like a, a charge that explodes outward. So what yeah. happens is, <laughs> Volix, you teleport in at that moment, like Nightcrawler style, into the space, unharmed, as behind you, your friends get blasted <laughs> back oh. By, oh, no. by an explosion. Oh. Uh, oh, awesome. <laughs> as you turn around and see. Just uh, that's one way smoking. to disable a trap. <laughs> yeah. Awesome, hell yeah. It is uh, the creature. The creature is uh, like snapping, snapping. It takes a bunch of damage as it's going to still race through, but it won't get to you as far as it could because you've delayed it, Bari. So, uh, Chromitifus, it's your turn. You've been knocked back, flames all around you. What would you like to do? Uh, so, is Bob within reach of Chromitifus at this point? Yeah, okay. I would say within like five and are feet. And are we yeah. prone or are we standing yeah. up? One of you is prone. Who 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 failed? I think it was uh, Bob yeah. failed, right? Bob is prone. Chromenifus uh, is, prone, is gonna sure. reach down and scoop up Bob. It's like, come on, fella, and um, okay. he's, he'll turn back and over his shoulder. He's just like, Barry, run! And he's gonna like just carry <laughs> Bob into the mouth of the cave. Hopefully, the ward right. doesn't go yeah, off. Yeah, I'll again. say that's. <laughs> I, I, I won't make you I won't make you uh, roll roll athletics just because you're gonna use all of your effort yeah. right to hoof yeah. him up and, I just and grab, get him there. Pick him up by Plus the he's leg. a gnome, yeah. so rough same size. <laughs> yeah. Uh, you you drag him in. <laughs> you drag yeah. this gnome in. Yeah, yeah. 
<laughs> as as you as you make your way in. There's no more triggering of the event, but you are in this space with your torch, and yeah. you can see so many levers and places for sigils and stuff. This isn't like a, a it's not a it's not a puzzle or anything. You were told exactly what you're supposed to look for. It's just do you have the time as you get in? It's going to be Barry's turn. Barry, you're you're there. It's within the distance of you. You can just see the shadowed outline of this like. Uh, aberration mm -hmm. uh, dinosaur. Um, is, okay, I'm gonna quickly glance at the entrance to the cave and to this creature that I can now sort of barely yeah. see. Um, is this creature yeah. smaller than the cave, or bigger than the cave entrance? The creature is larger than the cave entrance, Great. but the creature has Cra yeah. what appears to be Crazy amorphously <laughs> like like tentacle stuff. So potentially it might not be able to come in, but you don't know yet if it can still attack when you're in there. Um, in that case, cause I'm still one like move away, one normal mm -hmm. um, speed uh, round away. I look to the cave yeah. and look at this creature and I sigh. <laughs> uh, I don't know what I'm doing. And I'm going to cast Moonbeam at level three onto this thing. Oh, oh Jesus. As you, as you conjure an ethereal version of a moon overhead and like directly moonbeam directly onto it. Amazing, yeah, 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 hell yeah. Again, you, you deal so much, it's a, it's a deck save, right? Uh, this is gonna be a con save of 14 for the creature. Oh, con save. It fails, uh, got a two on the die. There's no way it can oh. roll higher. <laughs> uh, fantastic, and then just like a sigh, just like, oh. Oh, wait, yeah, right. And I <laughs> turn and run back to the cave. <laughs> you run into the cave. I'm going to say also, I rolled a luck check for you. I'm going to say six of your starry eagles are racing forward. They'll do whatever you want them to oh. do. They can keep distracting or they can travel with you. It's up to you. Um, I'll keep them on, on, on task. Um, to... uh, nice. Though, is that a concentration spell on a concentration spell? Oh, or that's do, right. Do they yeah, so that's go actually going to... They, they might dropped have... uh, the second yeah. that I blasted the moonbeams. They're gone. They, they, um, yeah. Rip. They disappeared. The six real yeah. ones. Yeah. Awesome. You're in there. The next person is Bob. Bob, you are, you're being dragged. You're, you're prone. Um, you're in this cave. He's upside down. I'm holding him by the ankle. Yeah. <laughs> he's, he's like the levers are in front of him. <laughs> yeah. What do we do? <laughs> where, where, where's the one with the with the trident symbol? Give me an investigation check. <laughs> it's like looking for a specific word in a language you don't speak that isn't written in letters. Well, <laughs> whenever you want to do the that, the best thing high. you can do is roll a six. <laughs> a six awesome you're searching and you're just like banging your head against these things like is that it no and you're going one by one as if you're like, upside like down. putting on your glasses yeah <laughs> no sorry sorry uh i'm gonna say that's a search action which we rarely do in uh, in D D, but that is an action to to try and perceive or try and search um you still have movement and stuff uh to get maybe as far close to these things as you want unless you have a bonus action you want to cast we're gonna move on to the next person on the list uh no i'm good Cool. It is Volix. Uh, Volix, it's your turn. What do you want to do? This creature is just outside. Come on, guys. What's taking so long? <laughs> Teleported! <laughs> like singed. Yeah. Crom, you said you recognize these symbols, right? Like you speak this language or something like it? Uh, yeah, sort of, I guess. <laughs> what are we looking for? And he drops he drops Bob and pulls the sigil out of his pants. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, we yeah, said yeah. before that because he speaks <laughs> yeah. uh, abyssal, that it, it's kind of similar to deep speech. So if I was to describe the kind of yeah. symbols yeah. or things that we need, would I be able to take the aid action to give him an advantage on a hidden to do a check? Heck yeah. 
gives advantage. Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Cool, yeah. Um, I need, from ba- Barry, mm-hmm. I need a contested athletics or acrobatics. Oh, your choice. Oh. <laughs> Here we go. Acrobatics. Oh, wait. I'm doing this. What do we get? Come on. <laughs> Come on. Here we go. Here we go. How's a 17? You beat it as you manage to dodge out of the way of this pitch black tentacle that races for you. Uh, It got a 15. Uh, Very, very nice. It has a second one. It's going to go after who would be closest. Uh, You're all against the wall. I would say, Herminifus, I need you to do a uh, athletics or acrobatics. I'm going to roll one more time. Oof, that's a high one. Do some athletics. (laughs) 16? It got a 19 as you are snared and grappled. You can still search. You're just going to be grappled. (laughs) Or you can try and break the grapple and not search. It's your choice. What do you want to do? He's going to search because Bullock is. As you're being grappled. (laughs) I would. (gasps) It's that one. Yeah, yeah. Give me with advantage because you are spending your entire time, but you are grappled with this thing. Uh, go for it. What's this, an investigate or perception? Investigation. Oh. Well, good thing I've got advantage. How's a six to you? How's a yeah. six? Come on, come on. Which one? <laughs> oh, I think it's a... I, I can't oh, see anything. Oh, buddy. Uh, no, it all looks gibberish and you're being pulled around. It makes sense. You're yeah. grappled by this thing and it is uh, it is wrenching you backwards. Back at the top to Barry. Barry, what do you want to do? Um, I am going to... Um, since Kermitibus is uh, being ensnared by this tentacle, mm-hmm. I think I'm just going to blast it with my starry arrow. Uh, that yeah. tentacle. You also have that moonbeam if you want to move it, and it'll still blast it because it's still up for you. That's true. Uh, it's, uh, is it a, that's a bonus mm-hmm. action to move it, correct? Let me yep. check. Yeah, 100%. It would still do damage. Um, I'm going to, yeah, I'm going to blast it with uh, my yep. starry arrow and then move the moonbeam. Hell yeah. Go for uh, it. So let's go ahead and do this. If Come it is on, the money. What, you, what can you do with a 15? A 15 to hit? Yeah. Uh, a 15 to hit misses, unfortunately. But if you move the moonbeam, there is. Great. I, yeah. Higher. I just scooched that moonbeam yeah. over just a little bit closer to us. Again, it's a con 14, save. I believe. It's a nat 20, so it's going to take half. Ooh. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And roll that damage. Let's do this. What we got, what we got. That's 20 points of damage, has that. Nice. That's gonna be half. Hell yeah, but it's half, half, to, half to 10. Yeah. Uh, but that is the threshold to release Criminifus as Criminifus flops down on oh. the ground. Uh, it's Bob's turn. Bob, what do you want to do? Oh, man. I would like <laughs> to... Uh, so these levers in this room, these are things you pu- pull? The, yeah, but you can search. If you search again, the DC is lower because you have covered a certain amount of space. As has your uh, friend, as has as has Chromenifus. You've covered areas, so it's not like you're like missing it. It's just a big. There's a lot of uh, places to. Uh, you you know, I think just intrinsically you'd know that it's sending you, like it'll send you somewhere. You know what I mean? Like they're, they they do different things. If you do the wrong thing, you. you <laughs> we get ejected out into space. So. You yeah. said, uh, <laughs> and, and did you say the search action takes? Yeah, well, I'm thinking about it. It would be your, it'd be your action. Is it, is it just me, or is intelligence this party's weakness? Oh, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> yeah, a little bit. Yeah. Uh, it's, it's so it's the action if I do that. Okay, let me see. But the DC is lower now because you you've searched a whole area, right? Okay, okay. Um, all right. Well, I'll give another look for the for this sigil. Sure. What is it? Investigation. Yeah. That's a little better. Unless you can find uh, an, another thing. Nice. Yeah, 19. Yeah, you find it. You find it 100%. Oof. As uh, you find the exact sigil, Criminifus is holding it, but you can point to it. You can even grab it as a free object interaction. To try it's over here. It. Jamming in the thing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Reach over, grabbing it, 
placing it inside. Someone needs to pull the lever. Who's going to do it? It's got to be Volix. It's his turn. I like leap onto yeah. the lever and grab it to pull it down. Mm-hmm. You like leap up. Yeah. <laughs> like use your body weight to pull, pull it down. Pull my tiny strength. Oh, come as... on, come on. <laughs> <laughs> as the entryway, like a blast door comes yeah. down on the entryway of the cave and just the, the tentacle is severed fully as it rises on the ground around you. This entire place starts to illuminate and the walls start to spin slowly around you. You feel like you're dropping mm-hmm. deeper into the core of this place nice. as like an elevator is like kind of pulling you down or something. Mm-hmm. It starts to grow in speed, grow in speed, grow in speed. And then there is a thunk as it snaps down. And like a flower opening, petal by petal, the walls seem to peel away and reveal what makes no sense because you went down, but you're on a mountaintop standing on stone and up this long, all these large slated, bigger than the Colossus size, right? So a Colossus would step on this and view it like stairs, but for you, it's, you know, like a mini little mountain going up to this large altar and Volix, you, you saw this, you saw this earlier. There's an expanse beyond you and you see the stars around all of the like gaseous nebula. know, the, the, the gaseous yeah. nebulas out, out there and somewhere beyond you know there is a ship as well and the temple has been unlocked what do you do oh uh fantastic i guess the question is what uh, what what happened next <laughs> how do we get up to the uh, <laughs> to the altar can we just climb you can climb up to it, yeah, for sure. This place is beautiful. Mm. Yes, yeah, that's, uh, that's absolutely true. You know, I appreciate that about you, Chromenifest, that you take the time to stop <laughs> and admire uh, <laughs> what is, is really going on around you. You're not just questing, you're living. Gotta live in the moment, dude. <laughs> I'm going to take you to a map just so you can see what's up. <gasps> it's so beautiful. Ooh, that is a nice map. It's like that. Everybody. It's like that part in Contact when Jodie Foster's getting like zipped around to all these different it's places. So yeah. beautiful. <laughs> so, yeah, exactly. Oh no words. Are you seeing what I'm seeing? Control. Um, <laughs> and you see up above, there is this kind of dimly lit uh, gem that's the size of one of you, floating Which in one the of air. <laughs> of, a, of a humanoid, uh, medium size. Yeah. It's, it's almost twelve foot. Tall, 230 pounds. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, okay. Uh, what do you do? You're standing out here looking at this abyss all around. Right. <laughs> um, how do we get in touch with the captain again? I remember this was discussed. Um, I believe we report in. Is that the kind of case it is? You didn't specify and you didn't Her- ask. Barry, why don't you just use your magic? Uh, um, <laughs> that's... that's 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 a good point. Um, I'm still kind of getting used to this as I'm stolen like my archer. <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> Form. You, you, you like transform into stuff. I mean, like you're you're a wizard, Barry. Well. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> I, um, I, it might be, yeah. Uh, uh, well, labels, I suppose, are beneath us, um, us friends. Uh, but um, I think there could be a way that we could try to do this, I suppose. Um, 
and we the whole platform sunk down like haunted mansion style is that right mm-hmm. including yeah. the tentacle <laughs> yeah yeah for real yeah yeah uh you have it what were you gonna say what would you like to do um could we fashion this maybe into a like a sort of lasso um tether that we can use to um retrieve this what i think is the heart of the beast if that's correct it's got like suckers on you it. want to try okay <laughs> sure hell yeah gross yeah okay yeah 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 before we start mis- messing with the heart <laughs> of a beast uh, Criminifus is going to walk over and place his hand on Bob's head and just be like, hope you feel better, bro. Oh, damn, that feels good. He's casting cure wounds. Wow. What's the uh, hit point restoration for cure wounds? You get 11 points of health back. <gasps> Sweet. That ain't bad. As like leaves start to grow oh, yeah. out of him. <laughs> they just, they, and then they just like fade away. <laughs> this, uh, this, uh, the heart of the, heart of the ocean. Uh, Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> hmm. It's pretty far away, though, right? Yeah, is the, is the map accurate? Yeah, it That's is. what, like 100 feet yeah. or something? Oof. Uh, I'm just curious, uh, Volux, what is the range of your, I don't even know how it works, your teleportation abilities? Uh, up to 80 feet. It's minimum 10 feet, maximum 80. Can you... Does so it... I, I never know how long, how far I'm going to oh, get. Oh, okay. Do you have the ability to teleport objects or only you can teleport? No, it's just me because it's like a, a personal power that I have. Okay, that's going to be a mm-hmm. few tosses of the blade. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Aren't you a sorcerer? Don't you have like teleportation stuff? I, I have mean, blink. Yeah. Uh, but, uh, in and out of existence, yeah. Yeah, it's not of use here. <laughs> And I don't have Mage Hand right, well, because I didn't pick my spells. I just let the game. It is do it bigger for me. than what Mage Hand could lift, just to clarify. As well. Okay, well, you yeah, don't I mean, know how strong of, my Mage Hand is, so <laughs> <laughs> let's uh, let's just head up to it then. Yeah, we get a little bit Krom closer, and like, then we can. He's gonna help. He's gonna help the smaller people like climb up and down <laughs> these big steps. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, if you wanna if you wanna go the slow route, totally fine. No need to roll. It's gonna take effort, and it'll it'll take you time to. You, it's it's just difficult terrain. It's not that hard, right? Can um, we mm-hmm. also check for traps as we're going along? For sure. Roll investigation. Yeah, Why? I'll, I'll there hasn't been that. any traps. This place is old. The investigation. I think. Dirty twenty. Dirty twenty. You don't see any traps. What you would get, I think just passive insight here for just everyone's kind of, it's not like someone built this to um, like a vault to hide something. Mm -hmm. It's not like someone built a, a, a dungeon to prevent people from entering. This is a room in a very specific location. What it is is alien to all of you in terms of concept, construction, and understanding, but it's meant to be accessible. What I will say is the walls around you, though they are composed of stone, what? anyone who has proficiency in survival or nature, <laughs> uh, you can feel the faintest pulse in the stone, almost as if it were Ooh. a heartbeat. Guys, I just got it. The planet is alive. Oh, Re- really? Are you- he cr- crumb crouches down, puts his hand on the floor, <laughs> and feels it's like pokes it. So weird. we're gonna have to kill this thing to take the, to take the jewel. <laughs> <laughs> if you say so. And he like just pulls his axe out, ready. Action <laughs> one hand, stones. torch in the other. Yeah, ready to yeah. do something. Yeah. Yeah, you make your well, way like, up. We got Let's uh, head up to it. Uh, let's move your pieces where you'd like. Okay. What's the order? I guess. 
Chromenifus is going to be either last helping everyone or first helping everyone. Everything else can be within the same kind of thing. Well, I mean, where where do we get to before we're stopped? <laughs> you know what I yeah. mean? Uh, I'd be happy to, to go first. You get to these stairs and cannot move any further. As you make your way up, okay. slowly, deliberately, avoiding tripping and falling and falling off the this large expanse into nothingness, you feel mm-hmm. an invisible wall or, or some kind of force keeping you out of the final stairway up to what appears to be maybe a kind of plinth and beyond it Mm -hmm. a large standing stone with that glowing blue gem the giant blue gem Prometheus goes full mime on the the invisible wall (laughs) (laughs) I mean yeah I guess I'll attempt to it's not gonna work but I'll attempt to throw one of my psychic blades through it yep see if Mm -hmm. it you know right let's try this yep Roll, roll attack. I throw it. Uh, I don't need to. Just, I just throw it. Oh, you just throw it. It's, you just throw it at an unoccupied space you can see okay. is the language. Yeah, it uh, it bounces off the wall, same as yeah. everyone's hands. Oh, yeah. I was going to say, maybe do an underhand one so you don't throw it out into space. <laughs> <laughs> but you can oh, it call it back. It doesn't exist anyway. Yeah. Yeah. It exists in your mind. Yeah. Hmm. Interesting. He, does the, he picks up some sand and does the... <laughs> blows the sand at it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. As you pick up this like gritty... like gravel and blow it it does it kind of ricochets off and one thing you notice when you're here it isn't as hard the higher up you went Mm -hmm. to move it feels a little bit easier if anything you'd have advantage this high up on athletics checks mechanically because the ground feels almost like there's less things pulling you down to the down to earth less gravity if anything huh now i need you to toss me (laughs) anti-gravity Like over over the wall, you want me to like toss you up? Yeah, do it, and then I'll see if I can touch the wall, and if it disappears, maybe I can throw my psychic <laughs> plates and fall just, over the wall. He throws you up like a three year old. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Wee. Okay, Ben, can we do <laughs> yeah, that? Give me, <laughs> give me an athletics check with advantage. All right, all right, ready, ready. No, no, not there, not there. Under the arms. I rolled a one okay. and a two, so that's a ten. <laughs> <laughs> if that's a 10 yeah. i'm gonna go ahead and burn one of my plus sixes i think it's my last nice. plus six let me double check just to yeah. give you that because i think this is pretty important <laughs> <laughs> um yeah i'll quickly grind up and just yeah it's my last one my cosmic omen oh no i've got one more just kidding Ooh. but well, this is still dramatic yeah nice 16 foolish 16 <laughs> i just need a dexterity save or yeah a dexterity save. yeah from from her from, from Volix okay, as you grab Volix okay. heft up and as you're about to do that you see Barry kind of just reminds you of the cosmos and 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 the angles that you need to hit or whatever and uh, <laughs> provides just that needed boost uh, I just need a deck save yeah that is a fifteen enough as you tumble in the air Ooh. lighter and it takes a little it's a little slower to fall the higher you go the slower you're kind of moving. As you pole vault mm-hmm. over an imaginary <laughs> 10 wall. And as you flip, Whoa. flip, flip, uh. flip in the air, you land on the other side of this barrier. And as you land on the other side of this barrier, there is just a <laughs> sound and the air kind of Uh-oh. pushes away. And uh, Chromitifus, as you, as, as you successfully do that, and you go to lean like you were like a mine, which is kind of, <laughs> as you kind of lean through Falls the imaginary... Over. Yeah. Uh, the, the the wall of the wall of force is is no more. 
kind of dusts himself off. Well, not so hard for an eldritch god, hey. <laughs> Guys, we make a great a... team. Volux, <laughs> you land. Well. And then appearing right in the center of that plinth area, near the gem, floating above, you see the captain as he teleports in and looks at all of you and says, Ah, I knew you could do it. I had faith in you. You heroes incorporated. Thank you so much. Now let's get this prize. Yeah. Hey, where's the rest of the stuff? He kind of looks around. I figured there'd be a bit more treasure. This right here is the treasure. Maybe to you. If we hold it, anything can occur. Like anything good? Sure, yeah, anything good. Yeah, 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 yeah. 100%. Well, all right. As he... Let's all touch it at the same time. He, you're going to have to erase him if you're going to try and do that, because he's he's climbing up this plinth to reach it. I race him. Go for it. Give me a... Throw uh, it off at Give it. me an athletics. Yeah, you can. Use yeah. your oh, use your teleportation. Yeah. We'll do a dexterity check. It'll be an initiative check, basically. Yeah. Yeah. You versus yeah. him. Yeah. He is a right, swashbuckle captain. Oh, mate. I think he's going to buckle my swashes here. I didn't roll very well. <laughs> Not your swashes. Not your swashes. Yeah. Not your gum um, trap. But swashes. I am nimble. Yeah. You know, I can technically dash on a bonus and on a regular. If you go first, yeah. Oh, so is this an it's initiative? An in- it's an initiative, yeah. You're racing to see who gets that oh, first. Oh, yeah. seven. Seven total? Seven. Oh, and he, no. he is on top of it, getting far above a 20. He races up, 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 and then reaches and grabs on top of it and seems to, it's, it's as if it were lighter than air as he just holds on and floats back down. And as he hits the ground, it feels like all the energy in the room starts to get sucked out. And then like pulsating beating, you can feel it get louder and louder, but not audibly. It's like vibrationally you feel it as the whole thing around you feels to vibrate. As all the light that you're conjuring around you darkens. Uh Uh-oh. It's probably fine. (laughs) I'm sure it's fine. I'm sure he's not the beast who was just trying to get his heart. He's Davy Jones. Is that what's going he's on? Davy Jones. <laughs> yeah. He solved the riddle. He solved the yeah. riddle. <laughs> I won D and D, guys. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. As everything seems to darken, as the ground seems to shake, 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 and then it's just still, and a creature seems to appear in front of you. You're there. Oh. What do you you uh, you see? This kind of ethereal, very similar. Oddly, like we didn't. There, this was not planned. Oddly similar mm-hmm. to the way you were describing your star-like form, right there appears in front of you. Oh, Seems right to kind of rise up from the shadows around you. This creature, made of like starlight, but it's hard mm. to see. It's like a negative space where there should be space and should be definitions. The way you have gl- a glow of light, it seems to pull light into mm-hmm. it. Oh. Um, uh, hello. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's the idea. Talk to it. You're probably the same thing. Uh, it turns to look at you, and then as if it's trying to understand what's going on, and it looks at the captain, and it turns, and it says, Ariel, what is the meaning of this? As the captain looks, and you see that grin come across his face, and he says, Ah, you thought you could keep it a secret from me. You thought I could, I wouldn't find your heart. Well, I found it. 
prepare to taste the pointy end of this as he reaches up and pulls out his sword. Uh, yeah. I cast heat metal. <laughs> heat metal on it? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. On on the sword. Yeah, on it, this yeah. is a little... Hell yeah. yeah, Hell yeah. A He's going to do a deck save to try and drop it down. Yeah. Ooh, he gets singed a bit. Roll some damage as, as he drops the sword. Okay, I believe this is going to be 2d8. Roll yeah. this real quick. <laughs> hell yeah. Uh, that's going to be 8. Oh, hell yeah. Deal 8 damage to him. As he as he drops his sword. What's the meaning of this? Don't you know what this is? This is the devil itself. See, that's very important information um, <laughs> that maybe we could take a quick second to discuss. Or uh, you could have told us earlier when we kept asking you what's going on. <laughs> Uh, and and how about yeah. this? How about how about this? And I understand, and I'm kind of like reaching out towards like the dark matter like figure of just like um, yeah, yeah, and yeah. I understand that this might not be exactly you might not fully be in uh, understanding where we're going with this, but h- how about a quick huddle, um, Captain? <laughs> you win it this time. Uh, uh, it looks at you. It looks at the the metal that's been here. It looks at the singed uh, Captain holding its heart, and says. Yes, a quick second, a quick huddle. And then it seems to pull its fist down into the ground. And the captain, as he's about to move, seems to be frozen in place. And you and it are not. And you can tell, and really, I think Volix is the one that really understands this, that time itself has been frozen. <gasps> um... Do you wish to speak with each other or maybe? <laughs> <laughs> a, He's giving a, us a timeout. Give me a. Give me a wisdom save from everyone. Oh, my best save. Let's see here. Is this against it's magic? Nine. Not against magic. Seven. Seven. Nine. Thirteen. Come on, big money. What do we got? Uh, mm-hmm. Dirty twenty. Oh no, dirty I 20. miscounted. That's nineteen. And what did you get, Bob? One more time. Thirteen. Thirteen. All except for Barry. Take. 10 points of damage and have one point of exhaustion as for the brief second when it had cast a level nine spell to stop time the briefest connection to the real being that is this has revealed itself just like a fragment of the immensity of what this is and that is psychic damage if that matters to everyone oh it matters to me personally as it (laughs) shakes you to your core for a brief second please take your time Thank you. But if you could not do that again, we'd really appreciate it. <laughs> we just want to understand, what exactly is the nature of the relationship between you and the captain? Failed partnership? Uh, lovers? Estranged? He is mine. He made a pact with me. He owes me a debt. Would you take care of him for me? Oh, take take care uh, of him for Was the you. debt? And like, he's kind of a right home. Oh, you wish for a ride home? The mercy was mine to give. You may have it. Oh. uh, Those who betray get nothing. Right. You know, actually, really quick, um, just realized we haven't made introductions. Um, I'm Baradome. (laughs) Hi, nice to meet you. Heroes Inc. (laughs) Yes, Yes, Heroes Inc. Uh, uh, I I reach out, I give him one of my cards. Than I had from. <laughs> yes, uh, that's bomb. <laughs> yeah, you give this Eldritch Being, and it says, Pleasure to meet you. 
my name is, and then just this like, like this immense sound breaks apart. I need a con save from everyone. Oh my god, I got a twelve. Oh my fourteen. Fifteen. Three. Three, and everyone who got below a fifteen is deafened. For, for the next few seconds as the sound echoes, and you take an additional tinnitus. Uh, six points oh, of damage. <laughs> Those who made the save do not. As as you as the Come name on, is we said, said no to more you. of that. But people call me Ravcats. <laughs> uh, so what what did this captain do to betray you? I'm I'm sensing a bit of animosity here. It's attempting to destroy my heart. But why? Right. But why would it want to do that? <laughs> I assume the same, and it's like speaking telepathically. Assume the same reason as most mortals, when they realize the contract has terms. And yeah, I think the concept of most pacts with beings of higher states of being, there is like a term in these pacts, which is until the death of either party. Mm-hmm. It doesn't say. Uh, it's just it's heavily weighed that the mortal is the one that's going to die first, but there's no reason to say that the being on the other end of the contract can't die first. And if you you die first, you get all the stuff that you wanted, and none of the you know you don't mm-hmm. know what the details of the contract. You never got to see it. But assuming that there is anything negative in the contract, they don't get enacted if the uh, being dies. Contracts, you say. <laughs> Those are my specialty. What <laughs> <laughs> uh, while you guys are talking. I'm just going to take this potion real quick. Sure. And he like pulls out the potion and quaffs it. It's a normal potion, right? Uh, yeah. Roll 4d4 plus 4. Ooh. As the being looks over and just like flicks its finger towards it. And the potion seems to like boil and bubble and turn acrid and black. As you are healed for more than you expected. Okay, We're all friends. That's a weird here. way to describe healing. Yeah, but this isn't, I mean, this is weird communicating with an el- elder god. Plus four, 15 points of healing. Thank you, you elder myself. god. Anytime. What, what's the catch here for us? If we get rid of this guy, well, we get all the fame and fortune. Yes, I assume you wish what he had, a glamour that would restore fame. Well, but without the contract. We're not a contract kind of guys, you know. We're more like a casual worker. I don't do <laughs> freelance. Casual freelance yeah, work. freelance. <laughs> that makes sense. Um, using the captain, the, the the terms of the agreement, which we all might be privy to, but just to, we're all caught up on the same page. Um, the captain wanted a, a glamour spell. Is that what you said? Um, Many things. It was a long list mm. of items. <laughs> whatever, uh, whatever paltry mortal things he desired, I was happy to give. I say we we uh, assist this great, wonderful eldritch being you're, you're <laughs> and kill the captain. Yeah, you're being. Yeah, I, I, this is Ben, the DM. I'm offering you a real choice. They can go either way. <laughs> If you want to murder the captain, it's one aspect of the way this could go. And if you want to join the captain, that's the other. By joining, it, it, it basically, it turns to you. The, the, the things you seek, the fame, the glory once lost, I can give this to you. Be of mine. Be of me. I will gift you all you seek. Kill the betrayer. And it's your choice. The one thing that is potential, though, if you join the captain, potentially... The thing you wanted from the captain will not exist as well. The fame and the, that knowledge that the captain is like, everyone knows him, might not be there. 
So, but then we also don't have to make a pact with the eldritch god. Hey, so. Don't but, have to pay. But we have to take care of the so, captain, right? First, he said yeah. the the eldritch yeah, being said we have to take care of the captain. Yeah, that's the test. I don't mind to take care of the captain. I'm just gonna oh. throw that right out there, and then I look oh, yeah, I look no, back at no Barry worries. and uh, and everybody else, and I kind of go. Give me give me a deception <laughs> check with disadvantage. Is just nodding. Give me a deception check with disadvantage. <laughs> Uh-huh, uh-huh. I got a... What did you say? Deception. Yeah. Uh, I got a 12. Okay. Uh, it turns to you and says, <laughs> I mean, I am an eldritch god that was born before time and place. I wasn't born yesterday. I know. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not trying to fool you. And, I'm just trying to And to be fair, to I'm it... not even the god itself. I'm just the subconscious that, that lives in this location. I'm on my yes. way, so we can have a chat in person soon. Could, um, I, I would love to take a, a page out of Bob's book, um, I suppose. And, um, is it, would it be possible for maybe instead of, uh, taking care of the captain, um, you seem to be able to garner quite a bit of value from the captain. The captain's a, an investment for you, right? Like, there's a mm -hmm. pact that's been made, and the captain still has work to do. So, um, lobbing off the captain would kind of just kind of cut that investment short, unfortunately. Um, what if we kept the captain alive? And you also alive and we return back with the captain fame fortune continues at the price that the captain has to pay and we kind of just go on our way as the ones that met a god that's fun we tell everyone about that and um everyone is pretty much all right is that a third option on the roll table a, at all roll a persuasion <laughs> check with advantage here we go here i can do this actually uh Second roll, because we're rolling with advantage, is going to be, come on, big money. 21. Your terms are acceptable. Finishes task, sign, uh, and agree. Uh, what was the task? task? Yeah, quick reminder. You get that part. I feed on energy. Mm -hmm. And his ah. task was to sacrifice that which he holds most dear. He thought he could hide his family from me. Rice. Okay, yeah, so then the captain um, kills his family. I don't have to take that prize from you. He just thought he could hide this from me. I could be reasonable. <laughs> I am not unreasonable. Oh. If you don't wish that to be your prize, that's fine. We find something else, more amenable. For those of you that are more morally inclined. Uh, guys. I mm -hmm. promise I can be We're reasonable. We're good guys. <laughs> yes. <laughs> um, Bob. Yeah. Yeah. I might be a bit outside of my comfort zone negotiations <laughs> <laughs> hey, hey, listen i think it's pretty clear what needs to happen here you know we all have something we want and something that we can provide to the other party so why don't you just unfreeze time we'll uh we'll deal with the captain and uh, we'll be on our way and you Fair. get exactly what you want and time unfreezes and the captain here how dare you you burnt and singed <laughs> me hand I thought Real we were quick, all ben. cool and chill, friends. So here's here's what I would like to do, and yeah. you tell me if I can do this. Okay. I want to magic missile the gemstone. Yes, feel free. So, bah, what is that? I'm, so I could roll for damage, right? Yeah. Uh, well, you have to tell me how what level you're casting it at. Level five. Jesus. Okay. Ooh. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Now this thing goes. has an AC, and there is a damage threshold that you have to meet before it actually does any damage to it. It is the heart okay. of a, a god. Um, 
<laughs> so ridiculous. Okay, yeah. uh, f I forgot. Hold on a second. How many? I it's seven, right? Yeah, seven. Seven D four. Seven D four plus seven. Yeah. Okay, come on. Uh, fifteen plus seven is twenty-two. Twenty-two. Ooh. Okay. Y you see a tiny sliver of a crack appears in <laughs> as this impact, 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 as it turns to you and says the hard way it is, and then reaches and grabs the captain. The captain is petrified uh, as a spell is cast on the captain as he slowly starts to fuse and turn into stone around the item as he says, Brent, kill the stone! As uh, as you've made your choice, wild card it is. Uh, and <laughs> I need everyone, <laughs> I need everyone to give me a, uh, I need a dexterity save and a con save. Oh, oh double save. Yeah. The old dub save. Come on, big money. Dexterity. Ooh, that's terrible. Oh. terrible. I got nine on my dex. <laughs> I got a 19 on my strength. Was it, no, on the dex save. So keep, keep the numbers in 25? your head and I'll. Oh! <laughs> I, I didn't fare well at all. I, I rolled two 19s in a row. That's incredible. Oh, dude, <laughs> what a perfect time to do it. <laughs> Oh no, right? Okay, there you are. Who got below a 13 on their con save? On con? Yep. Oh. Okay. And who got below a 15 on the deck save? Me. Yep. Okay. Uh, <laughs> oh, Jesus. Uh, you are blind, those who got below. Okay. As the light, as a light flashes, a blinding flash of light. It, uh, everyone who mm. failed the con will take another point of exhaustion as a blinding light erupts, illuminating the temple itself. And then I need everyone to roll initiative as we get into this. <laughs> and we'll leave it there with the party moments away from battling this elder god. Well, there you have it. The party has made their choice. But can they survive this encounter with the Elder God? Find out in the next episode of What's My Role? What's My Role is a proud Arcane Focus Network production. Catch our other podcasts on their own feed, such as Star Raiders, a Starfinder podcast, and many more. And if you get a chance, please write us a review in your podcasting app. It really does help us spread the word. Until next time, see you later. Looking for more adventure? Head to arcanefocusnetwork.com.